assumptions. We're assuming that this is a black kid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know for sure, but I believe it is, but we don't know for sure. Um, what's disturbing to me? So this is why this is disturbing <laughs> to me. There's people in these comments. Uh, so neighborhood talk is where I found this story. Uh, there's people in the comments saying that, oh, well, the kid needs to be <laughs> charged with assault himself. He's an Which, eight-year-old kid. <laughs> exactly. He's eight. So it's like, wait, 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 hold up, hold up, because this is getting weird, because just last year, y'all was, no justice, no peace, F the police, and now you're calling, and y'all was Fred Hampton and up talking about you the revolution, and now you're calling for an oh, eight-year-old yeah. child to be charged with <laughs> assault, with bodily fluids, which is a real thing. But absolutely not. So he can go in the juvenile detention. <laughs> so he can get into the juvenile justice system and like have his whole entire um uh, because the pipeline to prison, the prison, the school to prison pipeline is a very real thing. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Conversations for the Culture. We are back. I'm Micah Butler. And I am Portia Harris. And we We are your hosts. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Portia, I just want to highlight Portia's dedication uh, to the show. Like, Oh, thank you. Yeah. Like, you're not at your normal setup. (laughs) So that's one I'm not. I'm not, y'all. I be making it work, okay? I've been making it work and um yeah, anything anything for the cause, anything for the cause. So whatever Listen. I can do, if I gotta be at a hospital, if I gotta be at a hotel, if I gotta Listen, be she's at in home. the hotel lobby right now, y'all. Hotel <laughs> making it work. Okay. So all <laughs> of y'all who be making excuses is why you can't put out content. I don't wanna hear it because of course you're out here doing the damn thing. But let me week? tell you, it's pretty oh. good. Let me tell you, this hotel is really this hotel's nice. It's bougie. I mean, but you know, I'm downtown. I'm at the Hyatt, so it's which one? The Hyatt centric. Oh, um, say less. I know that hotel. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because when you said, I, wait, when you said you was at Northwestern, know, and then when you said you was the Hyatt, Hyatt, I was like, oh, I know that hotel. Micah, how do you know this hotel? What you been Listen. doing? You know, every once in a while, you got a staycation or whatever, right? Oh, <laughs> as long as it's just a staycation, okay. Yeah, something like that. Your health is wealth. <laughs> Your health is wealth. Your self-care is wealth. Okay, okay. so <laughs> moving on <laughs> before the nosy people be in my inbox talking about what you doing at the hotel. Um, ask your mama, not me. Um, How was your week? Your weekend? Anything good happened since last time we talked? Nothing really. It just uh, worked, and um, you know, I was trying to get I was trying to get um, chose by um, a retired basketball player last night at work, 
um, he sat right in front of the host stand and he kept looking over. So I was just like, you know. Who was it? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, it was Sean Marion. Okay, Marion? Sean Marion was a beast. Son, sharpshooter. Yeah. Yo, Sean Marion's a beast. He was really nice. He was really nice. His friend was a little questionable. You could tell that he was one of those people that like, I'm with somebody important or somebody that used to be important. Mm. And so I'm just going to act a fool where the other guy is just like, chill, dog, chill. Like, do you know so, who this is? This is Sean Marion. Like one of like, those type of people? Yeah. Like he was, I don't know. Like he was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And one of my coworkers was like, oh, let me, let me, you know, cause we had a bougie, right? We work in a bougie, bougie restaurant. So he was going to be like, oh, let me show you. Let me show you where it is. And he was like, I've been here before. I know where it is. Okay. Then they wanted to sit at one of the high top tables. So Sean went to the bathroom and then the guy was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll sit over there. We're like, y'all want to sit at a high top table? Okay, sure. We'll put you there. And then uh, I put him there, and he's like, it's cold over here. Well, you are by the door. So, I don't I know. Wake up. Who's that in the back? <laughs> Who's that in the background over there having a COVID attack? <laughs> Take a wild guess. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> that is mama back oh. there. Wait, that's your mom. Yeah, back there coughing up a lung. Yes. I thought you went to the hotel. Hmm? I did. She was done with her appointment, so but oh. we have one later. <laughs> Got you. I was like, wait, I thought she was in the hospital. <laughs> oh no, no. I was like, how'd Lord, she go to please. the hotel? <laughs> I was so confused. All no. right, let's Let's get into this. Uh, my week, my week sucked. No, it didn't suck. But my week. I was, was gonna say, wait a minute. Why did your week suck? It didn't suck. Nothing really. Um, nothing really happened. Big, major, right? I am back. I got on Tinder though. <laughs> yeah, I tried Tinder finally. Um, I tried Tinder. I said, you know, let's let me download. Oh, I, I gotta start, hear this. I, I want to start. I want to start dating. Um, there's no no updates yet. No updates yet. So I'll take y'all on this journey with me. Um, right now, so far, it's just wait. You want to start dating, or you want to start like just meeting people? Because if you want to start dating, Tinder is the wrong place to be. Well, I don't want no sneaky links. There's other apps for that. <laughs> we're being honest. But Tinder is a sneaky link app now. It's not know. like a. I think it's, it's not all about intention. I think it's all about intention because I feel like mm. there's apps specifically for sneaky links. Well, I don't know. Is it? I don't be on there. I feel like it is. Now it is. You're because on Tinder? You, have... you be sneaky linking? No, I'm not on Tinder. I'm on Hinge and I'm on Bumble. You used to be on Tinder. You used to be swiping, right? Uh-uh. <laughs> never. I never got on Tinder. Just hinge and bumble. I was on black though, but I got off of there because it wasn't giving what it needed to give. I didn't want to be somebody's jail bay. Oh. Oh, I mean, hey, they got money. <laughs> Them sugar daddies got money for you. Jail sugar daddies. Yeah, you said you didn't want to be nobody's jail bay. 
not jail bait, jail bay. Like I didn't want to be somebody. Oh, oh, they was in jail with apps with the app. I think I feel like it, <sighs> but that just made me wonder how you in jail and you on a date now. Well, we'll get into that because there was somebody this week who was on jail and did a whole entire who's in jail and who did an entire <laughs> interview with Larry D. Reed. But all right, let's get into the spicy take of the day. So I'll update y'all on this whole Tinder thing. We'll see how long I'm in on it. I'm already bored of it. Um, it's just yeah. <laughs> so spicy take of the week. This is something we're gonna start doing that we're gonna give a spicy take, and it's probably gonna offend a lot of people. So I'm just gonna get right into it. And coming from me is going to be surprising. And I found myself really attacking people who I really love lately. You know, past uh -oh. couple of weeks, I've had serious critique for that clown Kanye, right? And oh, don't call him a clown. He's a bozo. Oh, he's Lord. A, he's a jackass. Thank you, Obama. <laughs> Thank you, Obama. So let's just get right into it, okay? Mm-hmm. Rihanna failed the culture. I, there's how, no other way to put it. Rihanna how exactly did she fantasies. fail the culture? Huh? How exactly did she fail the culture? Though? Okay, so here we go. Have you seen her uh, Vogue shoot? I did. I read the article as well. Okay. So in her Vogue shoot, now this is not just a regular Vogue cover, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> This is not just a run-of-the-mill Rihanna's on the cover of Vogue. We talked about this way back when, back in February, when we found out that she was with child, okay? <laughs> we talked about how important this photo shoot was, how important this cover was. We talked about how representation also would matter with this. You do remember this conversation, correct? A 100%. Brianna has built a whole entire brand off of inclusion, off of diversity and when you go ahead and you actually research the team that was behind this photo shoot behind this cover it was anything but inclusion and diversity starting with the photographer who was very much an old white woman annie lep how you say her name portion level don't ask me i don't know yes yeah, see because you didn't research it she's white and not only is she white, but she's old and white. Okay. Oh dear. Now, oh dear. Mm -hmm. now, <laughs> I hearken back to. Ooh, I love that word. I hearken back to when Beyonce did her shoot, her pregnancy shoot, when she had Blue Ivy, and who did it? Tyler Mitchell. Now, Tyler Mitchell is not the most. Uh, he doesn't. His work doesn't really move me. I think it's kind of basic, boring, and bland. However. She opened up a door for him. That door that she opened up opened up a door for him to do Kamala Harris's shoot, Vogue shoot, when she did the, you know, the pearls and the chugs. And once again, I didn't care for that shoot. I don't like his work. However, it opened up a door for a black photographer. Because if you look back at how many covers, remember, he was the very first black photographer to shoot the cover of Vogue. That's a big deal. The very first in the 2000s, we're still the 2020s, we're still saying, or the 20, it was the 2010s, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the first, that's crazy. That's so crazy. So that is crazy. 
Brianna had the opportunity to go ahead and open up the door for another black photographer, whether it was a black male, whether it was a black woman, or even any other um, minority or marginalized group, anything other than white. Oh, colored. Anything other than that. So that's my, that's why I feel like she failed the culture, Portia, just because, and we had this conversation last night on Clubhouse, and we also had this conversation um, on Wednesday on my IG Live. Both of those, y'all, um, it's Micah B on Clubhouse and it's Micah B on IG Live. You can go back and hear both of those conversations. But we had these conversations and, you know, initially I was all for the shoot. I was like, yes, she's serving, blah, 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 blah. But then when I started digging deep after my friend Blake um, pointed this out, not only that with the photographer, but also with the designers. Outside of her own brand, she wasn't wearing any black designers. Mm. And wow. it's just like, yeah. And it's just like, why? Why, sis? If you're for the culture, if, you know, because you can't turn it on and off because when everything was going on with, um, you know, the George Floyd protest and all of that, listen, she and everybody else was all for the culture, black this, black that, black this, black that. And so is her... Is her blackness just a marketing scheme and marketing ploy, ploy for Fenty and Savage Fenty? No, no, I don't think that's it. Um, although I feel like, you know, sometimes people just drop the ball. And I feel like hmm. that's what happened with Rihanna. She just dropped the ball. Um, and I guess. One thing that we have to hold like celebrities accountable is that they're not going to get it right every single time. Just mm -hmm. plain and simple. I don't think they're going to get it right every single time. So um, was it a very big missed opportunity? 100%. But like I said, back all the way back then when we did the podcast um, or when we did that specific episode, if she went with Vogue, because I had my vote for Vanity Fair. You remember I said Vanity Fair, because, you know, I, mm -hmm. I felt like it was giving Vanity Fair. But, you know, Vogue, when you do something with Vogue, it's going to be very high fashion. And even though, you know, it's supposed to push the envelope and it's supposed to be different and abstract and off guard, there's still... In the fashion industry, it's very, it's still very like closed off, and we're going, we want to work with who we want to work with, and so on and so forth. Now, obviously, things like this can be combated, and we've seen it be combated before, especially like when you said when Beyonce did her shoot with Blue Ivy or did her pregnancy shoot for Blue Ivy, but, um, We've seen, we've seen it in that instance where she was just like, no. But honestly, you don't know what's going through Rihanna's brain right now. She's got pregnant brain. So that's that's the only thing I'm going to give. I'm going give, to give her a pass this one time. This one time. I'm going to give her a pass. I know Micah. If y'all can see Micah's face right now. No. Just like, I don't like this. I'm not calling her to be canceled, but. I'm just putting her to the carpet because this was messed up. Because listen, 
Rihanna, we're saying it's like Rihanna's not like, oh, well, we don't know what's going on. True, we don't. But at the same time, Rihanna is not SZA. Shout out to SZA. Rihanna is not Go Doja Cat, right? right? Um, Rihanna is not, if they said, hey, we want Kerry Washington to be <laughs> on the cover of Bo, right? Rihanna's not even Lupita. We love and we love Lupita. We love her. Beautiful black queen. Rihanna is the most powerful <laughs> woman. She's a billionaire. Yeah. When it comes to music, she's the most powerful woman in music. So even she surpassed Beyonce. Check the Forbes. I'm telling you what, what I know. I'll tell you what the Lord told me. Okay. The so, Lord. <laughs> so I say that to say she had the power. She had all the cards. Because everyone wanted her shoot. Essence wanted it probably. Um, Vanity Fair wanted it. Harper's Bazaar wanted it. Everybody wanted her shoot. Hell, GQ probably wanted it. And that's not even for her. <laughs> you feel me? So, like, she had all the, all the cards. So, if she wanted to say, hey, I want this. I want all black everything. Guess what? Miss Anna Wintour would have given her all black everything. Because she, but that's what she needed I'm, That's what I'm saying, though. My whole thing is, you're right. I feel like whatever Brianna wanted, she would have gotten. But what I'm saying is, I don't think she thought about it. I think that's, that's my whole thing. I, don't I think, think that's dishonest, Portia. I think that's a because the reason why I think it is because she thinks about it when it comes to Savage Fenty. She doesn't forget to have a transgender um, model. She doesn't forget to have a you know, plus size model. She doesn't forget to have a, um, I don't know if this is the right term, but a handicapped model. She doesn't forget to have all of these things when it comes to her brand. But that's her brand, though. And so her, she and, has. And her baby is her brand. That's true. But this is less about her baby, quote unquote, and more about her pregnancy. If I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. We just gonna agree to disagree on this. We're gonna one. agree to disagree. I, I, you know, we gonna de de agree to disagree on this one. But I personally think this was a she. Now, is this a forever failure? No, of course not. We still love Rihanna. We still honor the good sis. But this one here, she gotta take her L. She gotta take her L with this one. That's me. So, Micah, as for me and my house, Micah Lawrence Butler, first of his name. <laughs> we are tossing her an L and she gotta take that L. Oh my goodness. And, and you don't so you're you're not giving her an L. I'm not giving her an L. The only L I'm giving out is housekeeping right now because they trying to vacuum the lobby. I didn't know that's carpet. I didn't know uh, that was carpet over here. Well, I'm already stressed, and this was just the first segment, so we about to take a break, y'all. <laughs> I got to pay the bill. The fact that we did not just give her an L, like, I for sure thought this was going to be an agreement, but hey, listen, God is still God, okay? So you listen to the conversation with the conference, and we will be back after this break. We gonna get right back to the conversation, but before we do, I need you to go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash it's Micah B. That's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash it's Micah B. Check it out. 
As you know, I'm a content creator, podcaster, TikToker, YouTuber, all of the above. If you want to support the work that I'm doing, if you want to support the content, if you want to donate to the show, if you want to give to the cause, just go to that website and throw a copy my way, throw a couple of dollars my way and check it out. When you do that, it allows us to grow this show. It allows us to grow our YouTube. It allows us to grow the other platforms so we can continue to give you the best conversations that we can. Speaking of conversations... Let's get back to it. Welcome back to Conversations for the Culture. <sighs> Sad news. I thought you was going to make a song. It, it sounded like you was about to go into a song. You know, yeah, I, I thought about it, but then I just lost it. Like mid midway, I lost what song I was going to sing. We got some sad news to report, y'all. We got some very sad news to report. Um, after eight years. The real has been canceled. What's sad about it? <laughs> Who's sad? Um, yeah, so like I don't really care about the real, and I I, I know that probably sounds bad. Um, but th- so did you ever watch the real? I when it first premiered, I definitely wanted to watch it. I was definitely interested with Tamar. Um, with Tamar and all of them. But then as, as the time went on, I was just kind of like, mm, I really don't like, I didn't really care for it. I didn't mind. Or I just, I didn't care for it. Um, and a lot of their takes, I did mm. not like any of their like takes or their opinions. It seemed... On- it seemed fake to me. Did it ever seem fake to you? Like for you to call yourself the real and then it just came off very just. Uh. To me, it came off kind of pick me ish. <laughs> so that's a clip. And I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if y'all, like, if somebody gets offended, I'm sorry, y'all. But they just came off real pick me. Real mm-hmm. pick me. And if you notice, whenever they had a strong personality, people like Jenny, Jenny, <laughs> how do you say her name? Jenny Mai, Jenny May, she had issues. She took issues with them, right? Um, Tamar yeah. Braxton, she didn't care for Tamar Braxton. She didn't care for Jocelyn Hernandez when Jocelyn was on. And then Jocelyn she was on there. Yep, Jocelyn was on there for a while. And oh, then she be. And then she sure as hell didn't care for Amanda Seals, which a lot of people don't care for Amanda Seals. But I feel like anybody who was too real, (laughs) excuse me, no pun intended, anybody who was too real, they did everything they could to pack them up on out of there. Like Amanda Seals, Mm -hmm. when she got on the show, I was like, okay, this is going to be a cool dynamic because she's going to bring the truth. And like you could see when she was on there, whenever she would bring up certain topics, especially when they had to talk about like, race relations and race issues and all of that, it was very, like, they felt uncomfortable talking about it. Even people like Lonnie Love, who's, she, you know, you th- you would think that she would be the realest chick on the show. And no, it was very Lonnie. just like, you said what? I said, oh, Lonnie. Yeah, it was just very like, oh, let's not talk about it. We don't want to make Massa happy. And I think that <laughs> shift in the show came after they won that Emmy. And then I think it became, okay, let's be more palatable to white viewers. 
Yeah. And then they just became another version of The View, but less entertaining. Ooh. How are you young? Hard. How are you young acting like these old ladies over here? And that's that's hard because I my mother and my grandfather loved watching The View. I don't understand how they did, but they loved watching it. Me personally, I could not stand it. It made my skin crawl watching The View. Shout out to Whoopi. Um, I know she's had some issues on there, but <clears throat> but yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out to Whoopi. I like Whoopi, but everybody else, I could... Huh. Do, do you think this is the death of, or this is the beginning? We're beginning to see the death of daytime TV. Um, and the reason why I ask that is because I'm starting to see, you know, Nick Cannon show got canceled already. Mm-hmm. Um, and he needs every check he can get with all them kids. But <laughs> his show, how <got, laughs> to be real? But he got like eight kids, yo. Uh, so Nick Cannon's show got canceled. Obviously, Wendy Williams' show got canceled. However, it's being replaced by the Sherry Shepard show. Um, and no disrespect to Sherry Shepard, but I just don't foresee that lasting too long because she's just not that girl. Um, <laughs> um, Maury Povich got canceled. The Maury show got canceled. How? Um, we see that Ellen, this is her last season, which uh, des- deservedly so. Um and so all of these different shows and now the real. So like you look at shows that have been like stalwarts and especially in the community, because even though Maury. So this is a crazy thing. Black people really embrace Ellen because of like she danced. <laughs> Not trying to be funny, but no. Yeah, she danced. <laughs> That's why um, black people I... have embraced Maury as well. Like Maury has been a part of the culture forever. Because Maury is entertaining. Here's the yes. thing about Maury and Ellen. Maury is entertaining, and then up until recent years, um, Ellen has just been really feel good. When you watch Ellen, you feel good. And then she get on there, and she start doing her little two-step, and you just be like, oh, go ahead, Ellen. So, um, and then everybody found out that she um, is not like that at all. Cool. Uh, But yeah, I do, yeah a real wicked witch um but yeah i do feel like daytime television is you know taking its last leap or not last leap or last round yeah um because i mean first of all we gotta think about it who's really watching tv in the daytime anymore anyway um you know, a lot of things are going digital with streaming, mm-hmm. YouTube, podcasts. People are listening to more podcasts now than they are daytime television. So you're getting the same thing pretty much just in a different form. Mm. So, yeah. I also think, favorite. I mean, I haven't done the research of this, right? I don't know the exact numbers, mm-hmm. and I'm not like people on Clubhouse who just, Drop stats that can't be can't be um, can't. backed up. But I would go on to say that people who daytime television was for initially, they're no longer staying at home with the kids. 
staying at home cleaning the house. Like even soap operas, as you look, I remember my I remember growing up, my mom loved she would take the soap operas. So I'm dating my, my mother still has her soap operas so, on DVR. Young so and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful. But that's all there is now. It's Young and Restless, the Bold and the Beautiful, and General Hospital. But back in the day, you had like, so my mom watched ABC soap. So she would watch All My Children. Shout out to Erica Erica Lane. All My Children. <laughs> then she would watch One Life to Live. And then she would watch General Hospital back to back to back. Three hours worth of soaps. Now the only soap that's on is on that channel is General Hospital. Um, and then obviously you still have the young and Re- the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful. But there used to be shows like As the World Turns, like all of these the different, world. all My these different shows. As the World Turns, and it's just not that anymore. Judge Judy has gone to she transitioned over to a streaming service, so now she's on Amazon Prime, um, or Amazon TV, whatever you want to call it. So I just think that daytime TV is definitely a dying breed. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see, you know, some of these game shows that people love start getting canceled. Don't you touch my family feud now. Don't do that. Or The Price is Right. Listen, The Price is Right has been on life support for a long time. I didn't even know that. I love Drew Carey. I didn't even know that The Price is Right still came on. How did I find, I think, where was I that I was watching TV that the TV was on and I was like is that the price is right <laughs> I was like what yeah I, I price is right listen don't don't sleep but, on the prices right I feel like I feel like for at least for the time being game shows aren't going anywhere anytime soon even daytime game shows um like, let's make a deal with Wayne Brady. Like, you think those daytime shows are still going to be a thing? Maybe. Okay. Because I feel like those are more entertaining. Okay. I guess because that's not my lifestyle to watch TV in the daytime like that. I just don't be. Exactly. <laughs> I don't be knowing. Like, you feel me? Like, yeah. I just don't watch TV in the daytime like that. And if Thanks. we're honest, I don't watch TV like that. I'm mostly a streaming person. Me personally, as for me in my house. So, hey, y'all, let us know what you feel about the real. Do you all care about the real? I don't personally care about it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and um, I'm thinking of like who I think Jenny, Jenny. I don't care how you say her name, but Jenny, I don't care about her. Period. I don't like her after she made them comments. She's made lots of comments that have been cringy. One was about like when she was fetishizing having a mixed baby. Um, another one when she a while back when she was talking about um, how she loves dark meat and <laughs> yes she was talking about how she loved dark meat and then she said but that's like her side piece and it was yeah. like really weird it was like black men are and good then for she, your yeah and then she turned right back around and married and now has a child with Jeezy yeah like this was that's what she wanted <laughs> don't care for her um, what's her face is gonna be good? Garcelle's gonna be good because I mean she's on the Real Housewives of one of those. Elena? No, 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 no. Potomac. Is it Potomac? I think it's Beverly Hills. Yes, 
Yes, Beverly Hills. I knew she was in one of them. She's in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which is super dope. So she'll she'll be good. And I mean, that's fancy. We always gonna yeah. love us, ourselves from fancy. Um, um, Adrian, we'll see what she does. She'll probably be in a lot of them gospel movies. She has a really Adrian actually has a really big YouTube presence, so I think right. she'll be fine. She yeah, yeah. she'll be fine, and she's gonna do some acting too. Yeah. She's gonna be like on the there's one of them inspirational channels that she will be in a lot of movies. She'll probably we'll probably see her pop up in some lifetime movies as well. Um, some Hallmark channel movies. Like I feel like that's Adrian's lane. And then the girl who loves black men, Jamie, I guess we'll see her on maybe like the red carpet somewhere. Maybe she'll go work for like Access Hollywood or ET. <laughs> maybe. Um podcasting maybe would be an option for some of them as well. Um, because podcast that's who speaking of podcasting, and then we're gonna go to the next thing. I feel that's what um Wendy should do. Wendy should definitely re relaunch, but she should do it on the podcast. I feel like Wendy could get a bag if she went to podcasting, and then I feel like that would what's it called? That would be a lot easier on her and her health as well. It's almost like returning back to her roots because you know she had her radio show mm -hmm. and um, that was huge, and yeah, mm -hmm. I feel like podcasting would just be like you know back to basics. And what you're making is. lots of money doing podcasting. Yeah, we're not right now. <laughs> Yet. Yeah, yeah, that's the key word. But like, if you look at like <laughs> how much Spotify is paying these people, how much YouTube now is paying people, like YouTube is starting to um, they want to pay people who are on Apple Podcasts and who's on Spotify to go ahead and do their podcasts um exclusively exclusively <laughs> with them and they're giving out grants for you to get equipment and all of this so like podcasting is the way to go that's why i'm launching a podcast network because i just feel like that's the the lane and i want to see wendy as much as drama as she brings i would like to see her in her career on her terms yeah how you doing all right so oh, speaking Lord. of how you're doing someone who's not doing well right now somebody who's not doing well right now is drewski for those of you who don't know drewski is an amazing funny um skitter is that a word skitter he makes skits he, he's, he's, a, a, comedian. he's comedian. a comedian yes and i use that term i use you use air quotes i would have used that too because i we have different words we have different terms for comedians when i think of comedians i think of like not him but he makes things, <laughs> right. I've never seen yeah. his stand up for me. A comedian does stand up, that's my personal belief. But okay, other people will say that they do skits. People will say the people on SNL are comedians because they do improv, yeah. Well, but, you know, that's what they call skeet. They say skeet is a comedian, and skeet is funny for the most part. I've seen a few of his stand ups, he does do stand up. So then so, he's a comedian. If you do stand up, yeah. you're a comedian. But if you just do yeah. skits, I don't know if you were a comedian or not. But uh, so yeah, they <laughs> so Drewski has a deleted skit. Um, we're gonna play a little clip of that right now. So y'all take a listen, and then we're gonna talk about the backlash. Never have I ever kissed a dude. Oh, she's born. Bro, they shot, 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 shot,
same amount of mine. I got the same amount. Nah, you got the Finish the rest of that. Finish the rest of it. Crazy. Oh. So basically this skit um was pretty much poking fun at men um who behave <laughs> in this manner. Um as we know Weird behavior. Yeah, it's very a lot of times men's what do I say? Trash men with trash characters, right? And a lot of Amen. trash men and trash characters when we're not weird because that's not me. I don't know nothing about that life, but <laughs> <laughs> I had to say that because people be like, You said weird. But you know, people do that to me. I get inboxes and I'm gonna start mentioning their names online. I mean on on when we do this, but they'll be like, Did oh, you Lord. know that you said X, Y, and Z in this episode? I'm like, Yeah, I know exactly what I said. But so that's why I had to make that distinction. But men, okay, and I said what I said. I said what I said. Men as a collective, they do these things. They try to get women drunk. Oh, drink some more. Drink some more. Keep going. Keep going. So like that's what this skit was kind of highlighting. Um, now was this skit funny? Yeah, I don't think it was that funny to be honest. Right. Um, a lot of his content, I don't, some of his content I laugh at, some of his content I don't, I'm just like, eh, that's not that funny. Whatever, like, you got to really move me to, like, your skits have to move me. Like, I put Chappelle's show as the benchmark, benchmark for skits a lot of times, right? Yeah. So, it takes a lot to move me. Um, but was it a necessary, didn't you wake up a necessary conversation? I definitely do think he did, because rape culture is real. However... He deleted the um, skit because there's been so backlash, so much backlash because people are saying that he was making rape culture into a joke and he was making rape culture into a funny thing. So as a woman, I want a woman's perspective on this and then I'll get one from a man's perspective. Um, what do you feel about that? I personally feel that now, some people might agree with this. Some people might not agree. Some people probably will. A lot of people probably don't disagree with me. I personally don't think it was that deep. If mm. you truly watch or have seen Juicy Skits or a number of Juicy Skits, this is exactly what he does. There is nothing that he did in this particular skit that was out of the ordinary of what he normally does. He uh, makes skits about the fraternity like but not just like any fraternity like like um white fraternities mm. um he's done skits about that he's done skits about uh um sport sport parents sport parents or teachers or things like that they've all been like dramatization or caricatures of like real life things of real life people so like when he was making the skit you this is this is gonna sound bad but you can point out somebody that you know that is like that or acts like that and you're just like hey yeah that is a little weird so maybe maybe it wasn't funny maybe he did miss, miss the mark but i don't think he was in any way, shape, or form trying to 
mock rape culture or like anything like that. I don't think he was. That's that's just me personally. I don't think he was. Because that's nothing that's nothing to joke about. It's not in any form. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't I agree with you. Um and I, I was gonna go on a tweeting thread this morning, but then I was like, I'm going to wait because What's happening in the background? Okay. Um <laughs> let's go. Okay, yeah, I don't I, I agree with you right there. I agree with you right there because um I was actually gonna go into like this whole entire tweet thread this morning, and then I was like, you know what, let me not do this because somebody's gonna read one tweet. And you know, you only, we only get 240 characters now, 280 characters, yeah. whatever it is now. And I was like, with no edit what? button. Yeah, it was no edit button. Um, and I was like, let me not do this because my initial thing was I was gonna say something along the lines of it's not that huge of a deal. Um, but then I was like, oh no, then then the people are gonna jump on me and be like, not you out here being dusty and ashy, not you supporting <laughs> rapists. So I was like, let me just go ahead and use the platform, um, the podcast because I can actually dive deep into it. Um, I think it was necessary. I think it was an so one, like I said, it wasn't funny. Um, but what it did was highlight how people are because I remember um being in the military and you see that behavior a lot from the guys in the military. It's like, yeah, I just got this girl drunk, woo, woo, woo. I did blah 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 blah. And it's like, mm, that's kind of cringy. That's definitely right, man. <laughs> that's definitely right. Um, so I think it highlighted a culture that we do have to really we got to talk about those things, right? Um, I hear a lot of people always tell tell women like, "Yeah, you know, stay away from these type of guys if you don't want to be raped, this, that, and the other." And although yes, it's good to tell women to protect themselves. How about we also just like start teaching men like just don't rape women, don't sexually hello. Women. Um, <laughs> like, like, how about that? How about we teach women not to harass women instead of teaching women not how to, women not how teaching women how not to be harassed, teaching women how not to be raped? Like, I don't know, that's hella weird to me. Um, another reason why I didn't wake it up on Twitter because then somebody would be like, Oh, well, you're a man and um, you don't know what it's like, blah 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 blah. And I think that's also a dangerous rhetoric. Um, anybody who's listened to this podcast and listened to what happens in this house uh, stays in this house. I shared with how I was as a growing up as a kid. I was molested on two different occasions. So it's very dangerous for us to try to silence the voice of somebody who speaks on it because they're not said sex because you think that they haven't experienced what you may have experienced or what people, um, <laughs> you know, other women have experienced. So to provide to prevent all of that, because then I would have just dragged the hell out of whoever it was, talked about their mom and their granny and their dead great granny. Um, and I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to go there. So I said, let me just wait to the podcast and talk about it. But I think these are conversations that we do have to have, but also not necessarily. Um, I don't know how you do a skit about this either, though. You know? Yeah. I don't know how you do a skit. I'm glad I'm not a comedian. I think it's very hard for comedians because if you think of it, comedians are also social comment commentators. Exactly. Um, they're social commentators, so they should be able to speak of social ills um, yeah. through their art 
it's just like I said, I don't <laughs> that is one job that I don't envy at all, especially not in the times that we live in right now. It's probably really tough to be a comedian because you want to stay true to your art. You want to be able to talk about what you want to talk about. But at the same time, everything that you do is going to be under a microscope, a microscope, a microscope. And everybody's going to judge you and everybody's going to be ready to cancel you. 100 percent. 100 percent. It's just. Oh, no. I. I didn't see anything wrong with the skit. I personally did not see anything wrong with the skit. I thought it was a pretty on-brand Drewski skit. Mm -hmm. Um, Was it funny? No, not really. I mean, but was it like a... I was like, it's a Drewski skit. Like, and sometimes skits are really funny and sometimes, like, I'm just like, oh, (laughs) ha-ha. Now... But I mean, you know, it's hard. I think, I think there's a difference between like you know, sketch comedy and then stand-up comedy, like you were saying, and like internet comedy. I guess we could call this like internet comedy. And mm-hmm. um, you can't not say that Drewski isn't like really heavy in internet comedy. Like he's not a heavy hitter in that realm because he is. Um, but since he does do this specific type of internet comedy, it's there's going to be times where he's going to get judged mm-hmm. or so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, so you know, it's not like it's a Supreme Dreams or RCD or RDC world, world type of thing. Shout right. out to um, Mark, yeah, shout out to Mark Phillips, yeah, that's the thing. Shout out to Mark Phillips. Okay, so before we go to our final break, oh yeah, our final break, we're gonna get into this segment. Okay, like so on Sunday. So did you watch? Did you watch the Bad Boys Club? Of course I did with the messiness. Now I have to say this. Okay, I feel like before if they if they get a season two, I feel like they're going to have to they're going to have to do something because. It's kind of boring. You know, <laughs> honestly, I, I do 100% agree with you. It is a little like, okay, what's what are they doing? What's happening? And it's mm-hmm. really funny because even on the show, I feel like they kind of are even like, what are we doing? What's happening? <laughs> but um, so one thing, and Please forgive me, y'all, because I'm going to feel real moolah mo saying this, but uh, I do feel like they need to pick a side because this this ain't going to work anymore ever again. Wait, what do you mean pick a side? (laughs) I think they are going to have to pick a side. Um, They're either going to have to have um, a predominantly straight cast or or an all straight cast, or they're just going to have and all LGBTQ plus cast. I, I I don't think the mixing is going to work anymore unless they add it's it's legitly half and half, like half LGBTQ and half cis homo homo 
cis hetero. No, there you go. Cis hetero. There we go. Hey, we learning. We learning over cis hetero. I think I think it needs to either be like one hundred percent half and half, or like one or the other, because right now it's just too much. It's too much. I can respect that. I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. So this past week, we saw um, finally Mulamo got what he wanted. Um, what well, did it happen this week? This week, where or was that last week? I can't even. Remember. Oh, about carry on. Yeah, that was last week. Okay, that was last week's episode. Oh, <laughs> this week carry on went deep into why his relationship is strained with his father. Um, hmm. For those of you who don't know, his father is oh, Kirk Lord. Franklin. Um, <laughs> his dad is Kirk Franklin. And uh, he really talks about that. And then afterwards, you know, the gospel blogs picked it up. Um, the Wendy Williams of gospel, Larry Reed, uh, she, he um, he was talking about it and all of that. And all the other gospel bloggers were talking about it. Then Monday, we find out that Carrion Franklin, Carrion Franklin was arrested in Beverly Hills. He had a taillight. Um, that was out. They pulled him over. Um, when they pulled him over, somehow they found out that there was a pistol in the vehicle. The pistol was not registered to him. So that was a big red flag. Then they found out that the vehicle belonged to a woman who is rumored and believed to be dead. So as of now, as the recording of this episode, um, carry on Franklin is in jail, um, without, bond there's conflicting reports some people are saying he has a felony charges some people are saying it's a misdemeanor charge but what we do know is he's without bond um before we get into this we're going to listen to part of his interview because somehow <laughs> he's in jail and he was being and he was um uh, interviewed by the wendy williams of gospel um larry what country club jail is this man at <laughs> that he was able to have a full-fledged oh, interview so so here's his interview part of his interview with larry reed we're going to take a listen no do you think it is possible that the no do you think it is possible that the car wherever you got it from it could have been like it's been rumored that it was um, a murder, the, a female who was murdered, that that was her car before. So do you think that... I, 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 I don't think that's true because I met the woman who sold me the car. So whoever sold me the car, she was alive. And her and her boyfriend and her husband, it, it, they sold it to me. So I've had that car for over a year. Mm-hmm. I've had multiple cars over the past couple of years. And so, I, you know, this time last year I had a van, a truck in a small vehicle. So I'm a filmmaker, first and foremost. I'm not no, you know what I'm saying? People know I ain't no thug. People know I ain't no gang member like that. So right. I'm like, I'm just out here. Just, yeah. Like, that's not, I, I don't live that lifestyle because I know what come with that. Right. Do you think it's just that because you think maybe because, you know, the beef you had with CJ and then he turned up dead and you think maybe. So I never had a beef with CJ. CJ was harassing me. That's the thing. I've been living my life not bothering people, and I'm getting harassed. Yeah. I, I was being harassed by DJ. He made a whole bunch of fake energy that wasn't real. Just between that, my father, not his Mulan character, not a police. It's just like, it's getting out of hand. And when I get out of here, I'm really going to focus on psychology and law. And I want to mm-hmm. learn all of the rules. 
I want to learn the laws that are changing, the laws that are concrete. This is really going to change the trajectory of my career this moment right here. I really yeah. mean that. Okay, Portia. So, what are your thoughts of all of this? I'm still trying to figure out how he had an interview in jail. That's what I'm still trying to get over that. I'm th that's what I'm still trying to figure out. Um, but in general, I do feel like I don't know. Maybe it's because I watch the show, so I'm like, and Carry On is someone that I like on the show because everyone else. Is like so unlikable besides him, Rail, and Gutta. Um, <laughs> everybody else is just really annoying. Um, but I don't know. Part of me is just like, okay, yeah, he's just having a lot of bad luck. But the real, the realist uh, side of me and the logical side is mm -hmm. like, well, Portia, why? There's so many dead people showing up around this man. Well, I mean, it's two. It's two. It's, it's one two. in a possible. It's one in a possible. One, one in a possible. But now I feel like I'm playing, playing spades now. Okay. One in a possible. I can't. Um, but honestly, how many, how many people do you know that are connected to you? that are like dead i don't know nobody besides family members right so i just random people ending up dead when they around you that's a little weird it's a little yeah. weird that's all, that's all i'm gonna say it's a little weird it's a little weird no i feel that i feel that um but you know what i also also think is weird what I think it's weird that, hmm, how do I say this? How do I say this? I think it's weird that, hmm, yes, Lord. No, I'm joking. I think it's weird that all of this, <laughs> I think it's weird that all of this happened right after he did that, in, that he, you know, put that out about his father. I'm not saying that Uncle Kirk, I'm not going that route and being a conspiracy theorist, but at the same time, I just think it's weird. And like you have to, we always talk about the music industry. Now, people aren't going to like this, and mm -hmm. people aren't going to like that I'm about to wake this up. We talk about how the industry, the music industry is very wicked, right? We talk about how the music yeah. industry, there's games that's being played, there's powers that be. If you buck the system or if you make one of the chosen people within the industry look bad, you know, you'll be dealt with, whether that's a blackballing, whatever that is, okay? I personally feel that the gospel music industry, technically, is still a part of that same industry. Oh, yeah, there's no, no, there's no, and that, it's a, <laughs> that's such a hard thing to, like, is. grasp, it and is. a hard pill to swallow, because you're just like, no, this is about God, and this is about mm -hmm. no, but Y'all, it's about money. Gospel music or not, it's still the music industry, and there's still some pervertedness Ooh. in there. Ooh, they in don't there. like this. Don't and like if we that. think about Kirk, Kirk is like the Jay Z of gospel as far as yeah, he's the goat. 
if we really think about it, Kirk is like that. Like Fred Hammond, we all love. We're blessed in the city. We love Fred Hammond, <laughs> but Fred Hammond's not globally widely known like Kirk Franklin. You feel me? Um, he's just not. Kirk Franklin is cross. Oh, everybody knows GP of your equipment. Everybody knows style. Everybody knows, do you want a revolution? Whoa, whoa. Woo-hoo. Like, Kurt Franklin is like global. He did a he did a song with freaking Lil Baby. So, like, I'm just saying. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying because I like Uncle Kurt. But, so, part of me is like, man, is this like the Shout out to the Kingdom Tour. Yeah, shout out to Kingdom Couture. Maybe <laughs> I should wait. Maybe I should wait till uh we do this. T- <laughs> we possibly do this gig until I <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Let me not mess up our bag. <laughs> I'm dead. Ooh, that was a good reminder. Dead. Thank you for bringing it back to my remembrance. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I want to just say that I am praying for a carry on. Um, because one thing that I do know, and I literally tweeted this after watching Sunday's episode, I said, I don't like the fact that Zeus is exploiting this man's mental health issues. Yeah. It was very uncomfortable watching his confessionals. And I was like, yo, this is kind of, this is kind of weird. Y'all are exploring this young man. So Mm -hmm. I don't care for that because I could tell he's hurt. I could tell that he's broken. I could tell that he needs healing. And unfortunately, the show is using that to, you know, bring in the storyline because outside of him, they really don't have much of a storyline. Yeah. You, because you got Milana, his big age, trying to center himself <laughs> into everything. And then another thing Milan said this week, and then we'll have this conversation. I'm actually doing an, um, Damani's going to be coming back next week with me on a Tuesday episode because we want to talk about it. But something that he said was really weird on this Sunday's episode. And he was telling them mm-hmm. if they don't want to, he, when he was like, the people in the community need to conform better if they want to be accepted. Did you hear that part when he was out at the pool? Yeah. With? <laughs> yeah. And it was giving me like, hey, if you don't want to be sexually assaulted, make sure that you don't wear short dresses. <laughs> like it was giving me that same type of vibe. That's and why Real was like, I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was weird, but um that's the so yeah, we're gonna wake that conversation up next week. I'm super excited about that episode because yeah, so we're gonna go to the break, y'all. We're going to go through one last break. Um, and then when we come back up the break, we're going to close it out with a couple more topics. And I think you guys are going to want to hear this. Uh, so you are listening to Conversations for the Culture, and we will be back after this. What's up, Culture Hollis? It's your girl, Portia. And we're going to get right back into some news for you. But while I have you here, I need you to leave a comment and a rate on any of the listening platforms that you're listening on because that helps us in the algorithm. And when you help us in the algorithm, that makes us even more popping than we already are. I mean, we don't need help, but okay, maybe we do need a little bit of help. But like I said, leave a rate, leave a comment, and let's get back to the show. We are back. We are back. We back and we back and we back and we back. I love my Shout wife. I love Chance. my wife. <laughs> Shout out to Chance the rapper. Um, 
Rapper Mano. Speaking of rappers, <laughs> Rapper Mano was <laughs> he was this is insane. Like some of the stuff we report here, <laughs> like I'm people like, are weird, man. Yeah. Mad weird. So like some of the stuff I'm like, this can't be real. And then I I'm like, oh, this is real. I can't believe that this is real. But um <laughs> so rapper Mano. Um <laughs> he was on the lip service podcast. Um, if y'all don't know what the lip service podcast is, that's um Angela Yee's podcast. She got with some of her friends, and listen, they nasty on that show, y'all. They be, <laughs> <laughs> they be talking about some of everything. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> this is a show with the aphrodisiacs. But um, <laughs> so lip service with Angela Yee and rapper Mano. Um, you know what? I could show you better than I could tell you. No, what was the role play? Yeah, the role yeah, play. What was the role? This feels like it's gonna be so wrong. It's so wrong. I'm gonna tell you right now. I've oh never God. talked about this. Uh oh. Ah shit. Dun, dun, dun. I like to be like a runaway slave. Okay, no. Man, oh, oh shit. Oh my God. <laughs> I like to play like a runaway slave. Okay. I like to play like a, diso- a disobedient slave with a white woman. So tell me, like, what you say? Yes, master. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just two. It's 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 two of them. Like it's like me getting whooped, right? You get whooped. It's like it's like I play like you whipping, but most of them don't want to. Okay, so Portia, um, you just heard it. What do you think about that? It's weird. It's mad weird. It's weird, and I just it's something wrong in your head mentally. I just want to know, like what 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 what's happening here, like. A runaway slave. So, so it's like, do you to, want do you do you want them to call you the L word in bed too? And that's like, what I was gonna say. Like, how far? How deep does it go? Right? Um, does it go as deep as her calling your boy? Does it go as deep as you speaking in slave voice? Like. Oh, Miss Masters, Master ain't gonna like this. And then she's like, boy, if you don't shut up, I'm gonna call. Like, how deep does this role play go? Like, it's very disturbing because one, you're already a fetish for her. Okay. 100%. 100%. You're already a fetish. She wants her man, Dingo Man, right? <laughs> so too. Now you're throwing in these weird slave tropes, and like you talking like a slave, you're acting like a runaway slave who's got to be brought back to the plantation. It's just like black men do better. Seriously, do better. Like, cause do better. Like that's literally all I can say about this. Black men do better. Um, I don't know what's worse. Hearing that, or Tyler Perry talking about he be speaking in Medea when he having sex, I don't know what's worse. Mm, I almost said something, but I'm gonna leave that to <laughs> I'm gonna leave that to myself. <laughs> I think this is worse, and I'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. Like you said, it's weird. Like you said, weird. Like a billion times. <laughs> I think that makes sense because that's um, the only thing that I can think of. That's the only word that I can think of that can truly describe, like, what I feel 
and that's just weird. It's weird. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, when I heard it, I said immediately no. Immediately no. Immediately I've heard everything no. that I needed to hear. <laughs> immediately no. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it. You ain't gotta worry about me. It's just weird, but like that's yeah, that's you know, I'll never say no. I, that's something I would never align with. <laughs> that's definitely something that I would never align with. You know, I personally am a proponent for you know whatever black love whatever, but at the same time, whatever's whatever. But that right there is not a part of what whatever is whatever. <laughs> you should have right kept that in the vault, but you should have kept that in the vault. Like, what made you talk about that? What made you think it was okay to say that publicly? I I don't know. Because I okay. was just hard if, you pass, like it, hard pass. if you like it, I love it, right? No, I don't love that. I do not <laughs> love that. I do not. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so speaking of stuff that I don't love, I don't love this next story because it's weird on many different levels. Um, so a teacher by the name of Iman Mohammed Akindi has been arrested and charged with assault and battery, right? Because there was an eight-year-old uh, in his classroom. Okay, so he was in the classroom with another temporary teacher. Yeah, he was in another. He was in with another um, teacher, but. This kid got upset with something that the boys and the, the kid was eight years old. Okay. So the boy mm -hmm. um, was angry with something that the teacher said and the boy spit in his face. All right. The boy spit in his face. What is <laughs> Listen, I really feel like Will Smith and Michael Todd pushed, put something out <laughs> into the atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> The boys, the boy Michael <laughs> the teacher, and then the teacher Will Smith, the boy. I'm like, y'all, I need y'all listen for the rest of 2022 because it's getting crazy out here. For the rest of 2022, I need y'all to keep your spit to yourself and keep your hands to yourselves. Why is that so hard? <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing about it was, I was gonna say, was it one of Michael Todd's kids? But <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't, but where did you learn that from? So like, where, where you get that from? So what's your thoughts on this story? It's wild. It's wild to me. It, it's very wild because I feel like why where did you get that from? Why are you spitting on people? Stop spitting on people. But then at the same time, you can't be hitting somebody's child. Don't hit nobody's child. That is child abuse. So, that yeah. is a false. so the teacher, um, so now people in the comments, and now this is not what, and we're all of all of, so it's assumptions. We're assuming that this is a black kid, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we don't know for sure, but I believe it is, but we don't know for sure. Um, what's disturbing to me? So this is why this is disturbing <laughs> to me. There's people in these comments. Uh, so neighborhood talk is where I found this story. Uh, there's people in the comments saying that, oh, well, the kid needs to be <laughs> charged with assault himself. He's an Which... eight-year-old kid. <laughs> exactly. He's eight. So it's like, wait, 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 hold up, hold up, because this is getting weird, because just last year y'all was 
no justice, no peace. F the police. And now you're calling, and y'all was Fred Hampton and up talking about you're the revolution. And now you're calling for an oh, eight-year-old yeah. child to be charged with <laughs> assault with bodily fluids, which is a real thing, but absolutely not. So he can go in the juvenile detention. <laughs> so he can get into the juvenile justice system and like have his whole entire because uh, the pipeline to prison. The prison, the school to prison pipeline is a very real thing. That's something that we're going to wake up on this show on an episode, a future episode. Um, so, yeah, I don't necessarily think that. No, not necessarily. I don't think at all that the kid could have been charged. Would you agree with that, Portia? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's a, he's eight. <laughs> he's eight. Yes. yes. Just whoop his behind and keep it moving. But we're not going to talk about that because people whooping your children is yeah taboo so we're not going to talk about that people say that um because they they you don't own a you don't have agency over their bodies so you shouldn't be putting your hands on them and an eight-year-old shouldn't be spitting on nobody but hello hello so do you think if you were the teacher okay how would you have responded to that i would have kicked the kid out of my class okay you gotta leave you gotta leave do you think it was a? Do you think it was just a reflex? Spitting at somebody? No, the teacher smacking the kid back. Oh, possibly, but that doesn't that doesn't make it make it right. <laughs> but it might have been. It might have been. It so are been. we? We're upset because this is a eight year old boy. Yeah. Okay, so if this was high school, ooh, we about to get spicy now. Um, Would have been a was, tussle. Yeah, if this was in high school and it was like a 16-year-old kid, a 17-year-old kid, a 15-year-old kid, would we still be upset that the, that the teacher smacked the kid? I think yes, because okay, you are a teacher and you're an authoritative figure. Yes. But at this time, you might have to tussle. You might you might have to tussle. Yeah. I've so, wanted to fight kids before, like who was in my mentorship program, um, <laughs> who were 16, 15, 17. They dropped their little voices a little bit. Um, they called me a B-A-N. I'll let you guys um figure out those. <laughs> yeah, I'll let y'all figure out. <laughs> I'll let y'all figure out the acronym. But yeah, I got called a B-A-N, and I was like, I was pissed and I wanted to fight, but it's like I'm not trying to go to nobody's jail, okay? I'm too skinny to go to jail, y'all. Not, not for no snotty little kid. <laughs> not for no. Listen, if I go to jail, I'm going to jail for some real ish. Um, so yeah, you just have to. I feel like you have to. If you're too much is to to whom much is given, much is required, right? Mm-hmm. To whom much is given, much is required. That's in the good book, okay? I know a lot of people don't read the good book, but that's in the good book. That's what my work says. Hello? I don't know where it's at, but I know it's in there somewhere. <laughs> but, um, yeah, too much is given, much is required. So when you're in that authority position, I feel like you have to have a lot more emotional intelligence and a lot more emotional <laughs> intellect when it comes to these things. Um, and I just think that teacher didn't do it. So that teacher got what he got. 
and that is what it is. Before we move on to the final this, uh, topic, any last words about that? Don't spit on nobody. Don't slap nobody. Just period. that's that. That's period. Stop. Listen and up. y'all start start raising your kids. Yeah, raising your kids. Yes. Start raising your kids better. I don't have kids, but listen, my kids would not be out here spitting on nobody. Though. I know that's right. Hello. All right, Hello. y'all. So we got one last story. Um. <sighs> oh my goodness. So I'm gonna need my male melanated people to stay out of black people's business. Okay. Please. You. Male melanated people <laughs> need to Palm stay colored. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> For those of you who are confused, white people, I need you all to stay out of our business. And let's just take a listen to what happened. Um, this video surfaced this past week. And it's not even surfaced. He posted it himself. But entrepreneur Grant Cardone posted this video. So let's just take a listen to the audio. Which brings me to the bigger subject that we need to talk about. When I say black, she freaks out. She loses her mind. They don't want to. I think it's African American. No. Let me say that. I want to tell you. Let me tell you. African American. Put black downstairs. Put B L A C K. By the way, that is my code name at Starbucks, Mr. Black. Do you want to be called black or black African American? Do you want me to say this is a black man or this is an African American man? What do you want to be called? I got a survey. Are you serious? Are you serious? I'm African American. I'm black. Come on. And by the way, all you white people out there, y'all scared to talk about. Y'all scared. Stop the madness, man. Talk about it. All right, y'all. So this is actually the, um, this is what happens when y'all invite everybody to the cookout, right? This is the type of (laughs) conversation they feel that they're allowed to have because y'all always want to invite them to the cookout. Y'all always want them to have a plate because they got a little swag because they get on the jet because, you know, they know some of the terms uh, cause they get a cosign from a rapper. You're like, bring them to the cookout. Have them cook the potato salad, and then your your retail salad comes with raisins and cranberries, and you're wondering why. Why is there raisins and cranberries in the in the potato salad? Okay, and Bing cherries. <laughs> <laughs> why did they bring this three bean casserole to the cookout? <laughs> what are we supposed to do with this three bean casserole? <laughs> Goulash, who brought the goulash? So, this This is a very important conversation that they were having. Okay, so let's take the man, the mayonnaise out the conversation. Okay, I just don't Mm -hmm. like the fact that they were the ones facilitating this conversation, but the conversation at all of it was, Are you black or are you African American? And we're going to end the show with this. With this is a very important conversation. What's your thoughts, Portia? What do you identify as? Are you black or you? african-american or are you something else i mean you know there's some people who when, by Negro. I, when i watched this video it actually transported me back to high school because mm-hmm. as you well yeah as you know but um 
if the audience doesn't know, I went to a predominantly white high school. I was maybe one of maybe 20 black kids in throughout the whole entire school. Mm-hmm. So, um, and this conversation actually had been brought up by a white teacher and they were they asked us they were just like well do you like to be called african-american or do you like to be called black and i'm just like that's a weird question i didn't think about it too much back then because being the token black kid and going to a predominantly white school you don't really think about it too much you don't think about any of that too much when you're in this situation but um now it's more or less like, first of all, I did answer the question and I was just like, well, I like to be called black because to me personally, I don't have any recent African-American or African heritage. All of my, from my bloodline, recent bloodline, all of my, all of my family's from here. I don't have any African family members that I know of. So, yeah, I go by Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a deeper conversation when it comes to, you know, your origins and all of that. But me right. personally, I don't go by African-American. But I'm not opposed. If somebody labels me as African-American, I'm not necessarily right. opposed to that either. Right. I'm not like, oh, I'm not from Africa because I know my origins are from Africa. Right. But I've never done a deep dive because I could have some origins that go back to the Caribbean as well. You know, um, so it's just I don't know. It's, it's a tough conversation. I would love to bring in like an expert who actually studies these. So maybe we'll get on that. I'll have our producers start looking at um, looking for some people, possibly um, anybody who might. I would love you know, to ask- do it. Sorry, what were you going to say? No, you're good. No, I was going to say, I would love to do a 23andMe or whatever it's called, but I don't mm. want them to have my DNA, so. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. But yeah, I mean, I know that I have, you know, roots back to Africa, so if you call me African-American, just don't call me, don't call me Negro, don't call me nigger, and don't call me colored. If we do, <laughs> we fight it, right? <laughs> then I'm going to smack, I'm going to will you. Uh, that's a fact. That's the fact. Just don't call me those things. But yeah, I'm black. All right, I'm black. I'm black and they're black and they're black. I'm um, black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black and black and I'm black, y'all. Period. And I'm black, y'all. But at the same time, um, white folks, this isn't your conversation to have. Okay. At so all. Don't get comfortable because you heard Grant Cardone say it and think that you now are going to be out here having these. Con- no. Don't let me let me find out you having these combos. If you want to have these conversations, just go ahead and listen to conversations for the culture. Hello. <laughs> Period. Don't don't go think ahead and get our, get our streams up. Yeah, get our streams up. But as far as y'all sitting here trying to have not nah, immediately no. Immediately no. Well, we did it again. That'll that'll do it. We did it. That'll do it. We had a pretty good I think this was a. I think this was a good one. Um, my biggest takeaway from this was that, um, yeah, Rihanna still is going to eat this L. 
after thinking about it and spending the show <laughs> contemplating and you know really meditating and letting it marinate, she's still gonna take this L. Okay. You gave her an L for ASAP Rocky. I'm giving her an L for this photo shoot. Mm. Well, I'm giving her an L for the photo shoot because of ASAP Rocky. I feel like it's just rubbing off on her. But you know what I took away from this. Blame the black is, man. Um, huh? That's what you're doing. Blaming the black man for everything. <laughs> I'm used to it. That's what always happens. Y'all blame us for everything. Here we go. Here we go. What I took away from uh, this episode is that it's called Holly Weird for a reason. Mm. That's good. So, it's called that's, that's Holly Weird I... for a reason. For a reason. All right, y'all. I'm excited. Um, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to have a problem with something that was said today. But that's perfectly fine. Y'all, I'm just getting started for real. I'm really about to get in my... I, I tweeted this out. I'm, I, It was actually... I tweeted out the wrong word, but I guess it was a Freudian slip because I said I'm about to really get into my Joe Budden and Charlemagne bag is what I wanted to say. But I said bad. But bad actually works. So... Take that for what it's worth. <laughs> Take it for what it's worth. I'm about to really, you know, go all in with this and not just be a villain just to be a villain, but I do have a lot of opinions that I know for a fact aren't the popular ones. Or I have a lot of opinions that people just won't say, right? A lot of people, a lot of people feel like, hey, white people shouldn't be in certain conversations about us, but they won't say it because they want to appease them. Me, I don't care. I'm gonna say it like I say it. I'm going to say it like I say it. I'll give my real opinions on the gospel industry after this um, tour that we might be corresponding set. <laughs> <laughs> so I thank you for coming. We don't want to, yeah, we don't want to <laughs> cut the bag. <laughs> no, but um, where can the people find you, Portia? Where can the people find you? The people can find me on Instagram, Porsche Baby 90 That is P-O-R-S-H-B-B-Y-9-0. Same on Twitter, same on Instagram. You know, follow your girl. Have a conversation. I'm nice. She's very Go nice, y'all. You know, anytime you start being like BBY, I be for some reason <laughs> my head always goes to BBL. BBL. <laughs> Every single time you say Forge Baby, you spell it, you say BBY. I just be thinking BBL. I don't know why. Um, shout out to my all the BBLs BBL. out there. We support y'all. My BBL, y'all. BBY, BBY. We support the BBLs, right? Do we? Anyway, that's that's for another episode. Michael, where can they find you? Where can they find you, Micah? Okay, y'all can find me at It's Micah B on Instagram. It's Micah B on Twitter. It's Micah B on TikTok. Y'all, I'm about to really be going in on these TikToks. I just started. I'm loving it so far, and that's where my controversial content is going to be at. So make sure you follow me over there. And then if you want to follow the show, just specifically the show, go ahead and follow us at Convos for the Culture. No, Convos FTC. Convos FTC on Twitter. Convos FTC on Instagram. Here's a couple more things for y'all to do, okay? If you're listening to this right now, I want you to go ahead, whatever, if you're listening on Apple Music or if you're listening on um, Spotify, I want you to go to the show. And then where you see that, where it says leave a rating and a review, you know where it says that? Go ahead, do me a favor and please leave a rating and a review. Why? Because it helps us. It helps. If you like this show, you want everybody else to hear this show. Okay. So usually I tell you to text combos to 773-923-3774, but I'm not going to tell you to do that today. 
right? That's not my call to action. My call to action isn't that. Today, what I want you to do is go ahead and write a review for us, okay? Just leave a rating, leave a review, and then that also gives us feedback so we know how to move forward, so we know what it is that you like and what it is that you don't like. Shout out to the 20 people who have already done it on Apple Podcasts. I love you guys. You guys rock. And um, we got some cool stuff coming up, y'all. Um, we got some cool stuff. We're slowly um, inching closer to the 25th episode, so as we get closer to that, we'll be sharing some exciting stuff about that. But in the meantime, in between time, I am one of your hosts, Michael Butler. I am your other host, Portia Harris. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.